Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Gear 30 on the Blister Podcast Network. I'm Jonathan Ellsworth, the founder of Blister, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing and all of our other podcasts over at blisterreview.com. And just a reminder that if you've now listened to at least five of these Gear 30 episodes and you keep coming back for more, well, then you apparently like the show, or I guess you might be like a masochist who just enjoys torturing yourself. But anyway, I guess either way, if you've listened to at least five of these episodes, we would really appreciate it if you would just take 30 seconds and leave us a quick rating in Apple Podcasts. Plus, keep in mind that each rating brings us a step closer to our listener appreciation slash blister crash course videos, and we already have one in the works, which is our Telemark video, and then when we get to 500 ratings, we make our blister snowblades video. It's just our little way to say thank you while we almost certainly injure ourselves in the process. So go leave that rating and we will go make videos. That's how it works. All right, now today we are doing something very different here on Gear 30. We are going to be talking about some of our reviewers' favorite gear for kids. So in this episode, I am joined by Kristen Sinnott and the strikingly handsome Justin Bob. And an important thing for me to mention here, as somebody who doesn't have any kids myself, let me say to those of you who are in the same boat, that you should still definitely listen to this episode because there are a few amazing revelations and suggestions, in particular, a piece of gear that we currently have given the working title, the J-Bobber. You need to hear about this because even if J-Bob, who is our Gear 30 audio engineer, somehow managed to mess up his own audio, damn it, J-Bob, well, this kid's gear contraption of his sounds amazing and almost as amazing as another piece of gear that currently seems to hold absolutely unanimous approval among our blister parents as being maybe the single greatest piece of kid's gear of all time. I don't know. We'll see. But that seems to be the case and where this is trending. So... All of you, whether you have kids or not, you should learn about that piece of equipment as well. And then finally, we will wrap up the show with our relatively new segment called What We Are Celebrating. And then by the time you're hearing this, Kristen ought to be showing up at my house with her husband, Pat, and baby Lyndon. And then we're going to be riding bikes for the next several days here in Crested Butte and putting to the test again some of the gear that you'll be hearing about in this episode. So that's the plan. We hope you all have a great 4th of July. And now let's get to it. Well, I am here with Kristen Sinnott and I feel like this deserves a drum roll. Justin Bob, the strikingly handsome Justin Bob. Justin, it's great to have you on this end of the podcast, uh, not just doing your ninja editing work on the back end. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I'm excited to be on this side and <laughs> see how this works. <laughs> I'd just like to say one of these days, I'm, I'll be excited for a cool introduction too. I think I have to be on the podcast more, but... Hmm. You know, it, it might involve being cool. Just kidding, Kristen. 
You're the best. And Kristen, I actually am going to get to see you soon. Unlike Justin, who isn't coming to see us like you are. So in that way, Justin gets the better intro, but Kristen, you win on that front. Great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want to get up there. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, we're in uncharted world historical territory here since this is the first ever kids gear edition of gear 30 i'd never really thought this day would come Uh, i was wrong about that i'm looking forward to seeing what uh, the two of you who have children what you've come up with here so let's get into it you know kids are people too so i hear you know as the parents of these budding you know outdoor shredders what gear have you found to be the most interesting, the most useful? What do you like best? Kristen, you go first. So I have a number of favorites, but the one thing that has been with me the longest, I'm going to pick that, uh, which is a Patagonia sun hoodie. I hate putting sunscreen on myself. I hate putting it on a child. So this is the first shirt he could actually put on. It's got a hood, so it's good sun protection. It's lightweight. So in warm climates, it's it's great. He wears it all the time. He's worn it for the last year, and we have a hand-me-down for the next size up. So it's the one piece of gear I recommend to all my friends having babies. Just buy it, a Patagonia sun hoodie. I haven't seen anything anywhere else like it. Yeah, it's long-lasting. It's great. So it's an easy gear. and My second one's going to be similar to J-Bob's first, so we'll get into that. But We're rocking the Patagonia sun hoodie as well, Wow, for sure. The, the more you can avoid sunscreen, in my opinion, the, the better. Those little kids hate getting it put on them. And the more you can just cover them up without sunscreen, I think that's a win. I'm still really terrible at applying sunscreen. Like, I always miss large spots on, like, the weird side of my neck or something. So maybe I need to, you know, one of the kids, like, staple together a few of the kids' ones to... F- make one that actually fits me. They, they make something similar in adult sizes, I think, but I'm definitely the person that's gotten tired of sunscreen and then just like slapped the last bit on. And then I'll have like a handprint on my chest and have to buy like a completely new outfit for the wedding the next day. Right. Less sunscreen, the better. I think that one makes a lot of sense. I don't know that I'm qualified to be the judge of this, <laughs> I don't, I don't but so. I'm just going to say it makes some, you know, makes some good sound and sense to me. Justin, Bob, what do you got? Well, all right, I've got two kids now, and I've been able to run this little hack out for both kids, starting with number one, who's now about three and a half. But it's actually a piece of climbing gear, the Petzl Dual Connect. And it's for sport climbing. You get to the top, you clip yourself in, hits all the marks, redundancy, shock load factors. You clip yourself in so you can restring the rope. You combine that with a little trampoline spring and you can string up the kids anywhere and build a swing <laughs> out of anything. This is amazing, J-Bob. <laughs> it's adjustable. It has a little, like, it's why it's called the dual connect adjust is it has a little weird, it looks like a belay device, but it's on one side. You can adjust it so you can raise them up, lower them down. You get about two feet span on that. The spring gives them the bounce, and you can hang it from a tree. I hang it from a hook in my living room. So Harley will come in. I'll connect her with her climbing harness. She'll fly, Peter Pan style, 
swing in, bouncing. Bodhi, nap time. String him up. Car seat, connect it. Swing him in the car seat. He's asleep. It's awesome. Because kids like swinging, kids like bouncing. So you add a trampoline at times? Is that what you said? You could add a trampoline spring. Or there's also the Jolly Jumper spring. So you take the spring from the Jolly Jumper, attach it to the Petzl dual connect, and then you have yourself like an adjustable, bouncy swing. We now need to put some sort of legal notice at the start of this podcast. Like, we don't actually endorse anyone following any of J-Bob's suggestions about anything. How mad is Petzl going to be about this suggestion? Petzl will probably love it. And like I said, it hits all the points of rigging theory. So it's redundant, right? If one side fails, the other side will hold it. The spring itself has a piece of cord that goes through the middle. So if the cord broke, the spring would hold it. If the spring broke, you're still attached to the cord. So you hit redundancy. It's like nine, 10 mil rope. So it's really strong. So the weight of the kid, you know, would have to be 500 pounds to break it or something, let's just say. Like, it it works. So, technically, you and I could both hang from the... What are we calling this? Have you named it? The J-Bob... The, the J-Bobber? I haven't named it, but it's awesome. It goes okay. everywhere with me. All right, I think the working title is J-Bobber until you come up with something better. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say the intro was right on. J-Bob, you're way cooler. I'm talking about no sunscreen. You're going straight to like Peter Pan flying your child across the room. I accept your apology, Kristen, about my introduction. (laughs) So thank you. J-Bob, this makes me sad. I think we threatened quite some time ago before you started having all these kids (laughs) <laughs> we were supposed to have a very whiskey-filled <laughs> podcast. Hey, this is a kid's podcast now. <laughs> this is a kid's podcast, but I I just want to say, you know, people are probably been like, well, you know, we haven't heard so much from Justin, you know, in a while. And it's like, he was busy, you know, being married and having all these babies. But uh, anyway, Kristen? So my next one is a little ambiguous because it's basically just anything that carries my child strangers no well on like a powder day i definitely would have handed him off to a stranger that looked respectable in the lodge uh, but no like when the baby's young you need a soft-sided carrier and you can you know if you want you can ski with them but more like for hiking and stuff like that and then you get into the backpacks for hiking and skiing so or like a bike trailer um or a stroller, like having something like that to get your kid out. So I, I can't really pinpoint one. Like I love the Thule Urban Glide too for a stroller or like the Burley bike trailer, but. What like baby carrier did you use and did you like it? Well, I liked the baby Tula the best for the soft-sided carrier. Does it have a release in the front? Uh, No, no, you still have to do the back buckle, but if you get it high enough, I didn't, I don't have good flexibility, but it, it wasn't too bad. I'm used to reviewing skis. I don't really know what you're talking about right now, but... Yeah, no, it was a softer flexing one. Fairly damp, kind of playful. Better for backcountry than alpine application. Okay. Straight downhill. 50-50. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that was kind of a cop-out in the sense that there's a lot of things in that category, but finding Yeah, the like one... reinforced paper bags would have fit your criteria. <laughs> no, and... no. Oh, no. No, one of. All right, now... It's time to get really real because I think we're about to talk 
about a piece of equipment that is skyrocketing in terms of its popularity and esteem in various parts of the Blister universe. J-Bob, why don't you tell us about your clear number one? Though I don't know if it's actually better than the J-Bobber, but, but still. Yeah, definitely my clear number one. I'm probably going to guess it's Kristen's number one too. The Mack Ride. Anyone who owns a mountain bike and has a kid needs the Mack Ride. You're absolutely right. They're blowing up in popularity. You're starting to see them all over the place. Essentially, you plop your kid in front of you on your mountain bike and you go. They hold on to your handlebars and you go. Yeah. And Jay, you and I were biking around. It's kind of been forever now. And you were working up some magnum opus of a gear review on this thing. I can only imagine is it like 100,000 words by now. And so finally, we were just like, well, I don't think this work of art review is ever coming in. So we better just talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And so here's the thing. Harley is a lot heavier and taller now. And so it's actually been interesting to gather information as she grows Mm -hmm. because I was riding with her this morning and had some new occurrences the first time her foot actually hit the front tire. So I think she's reaching the limits of the adjustability of the Mack ride, which might mean she might outgrow it soon. I don't know. That's what we're trying to figure out. So we're collecting data. The review will be, uh, it's pending. But yeah, we'll get it out there. We are learning a lot. Okay. They hold on. She's standing up. She's learning how to use the compressions and knees as shock absorbers. But yeah, number one, MacRide. We were shredding gun sight connector on that thing, <laughs> whipping, through, whipping through Aspen's pretty good. So I can attest. Kristen, anything to add? So I've only had mine a week and a half right now, um, and I already love it. Uh, just for folks that don't, know what the Mac ride is because it is against a lot every time I've taken it out granted a week and a half now people are like what is that oh my goodness so the kid is not strapped in so they has to be old enough to know commands and hold on to the handlebar right which is very different from <laughs> other ones and, and Mac ride uh, recommends two years or older for these uh, Lyndon's 22 months so he's close to that two year I know a lot of people do it like 18 months and older but my son just loves it. We've gone on single track, we've gone on the bike path, and he's learning all sorts of new things, like pointing out different animals, and horse poop is a new one for us on a recent ride. But just, just being able to talk with him right up front is super fun. It's really easy to on and off uh, to go for solo rides or with him. So it, I, yeah, I, it's like an easy piece of equipment to have so much fun with. What do, what do these things cost? They're uh, about 200. I think they're right right now they're on sale. But so there's the Mack ride. And I, I kind of just want to mention that there is another one called Shotgun, I think. Which, Shotgun, yeah. So they, and I don't know anything about those other than my sister and brother-in-law were going to buy one for my husband's birthday a couple weeks ago. And they actually bought it through like an Instagram because they were doing a ton of targeted ads. But they were actually this company that was... Um, that didn't have them. They were just a scam. So there is an actual company called Shotgun. So if people are looking for this, just be aware that uh, make sure you go to the actual website for these products because there are scammers out there on Instagram doing sponsored ads. Okay. The other thing that we should say is that 
our reviewer, Sasha Anastas, and her husband, Simon Stewart, they have been using a Mac ride as well and absolutely loving that thing. So I think we're going to be doing a second edition of the kids gear, gear 30. I will definitely have either Simon and, and Sasha on to talk about their experience with the Mac ride. Cause I know I've biked with them also as they've been using that and they are all in as well. I really think if Paul forward doesn't have one yet, we probably need to get one to Alaska. I want to see what happens there. That is going to wrap our kids edition of Gear 30, but it is now time in the program to do our little segment called What We're Celebrating. This week, I've got, once again in hand, my Whistlepig farm stock rye. That's why I'm in such a delightful mood. Sometimes it's about celebrating the big things, and sometimes it's about, you know, celebrating the little things. And... I found myself this week really thinking it was time for me to raise a glass to ketchup because I love ketchup and I think it is phenomenal and it makes my life better every single day. And I found kind of a new type that I don't know if that's my new like go-to brand or anything. My one thing about ketchup primarily is I like to avoid ketchup that has corn syrup in it for some reason. It's a, some version of Hunt's. It's like natural and like thicker and it's not bad and it doesn't have corn syrup that is what i am celebrating i do have one other thing i'm kind of celebrating this week i have been my entire life kind of anti sriracha because as you guys probably know i'm kind of like ride and die with cholula when it comes to hot sauce cholula far and away my first choice when it comes to hot sauce and in this week I've, I, uh, you know, I, I moved into a new house a couple months ago and the previous owners left a bottle of sriracha in the, in the house and I've been trying it and it, and I'm not, I'm not mad about it. So here's to new discoveries and keeping an open mind. And, um, while I still think Cholula is the best hot sauce ever, mostly cause it's really just spicy ketchup. I'm not mad about the sriracha. And uh, and I really like ketchup. So that's what I have this week. J-Bob, what are you celebrating this week? Not throwing that sriracha away and really using it up. Oh, yeah. I don't throw food away, J-Bob. What are you celebrating? I am celebrating sleeping outside all the time. All the time. Yeah, this is like kind of your thing. Because it's really nice out. And there's a lot going on right now. And it's a good tune out to sleep outside. So I work as a firefighter and I don't sleep inside at the station. I sleep outside all the time. I got in a real bad habit of going outside and like looking at my phone, falling asleep. I cut all that out. Now I just go and like look at the stars. And so I'm kind of celebrating that quiet, being outside. And sometimes we'll camp in the yard with the kid. I'm celebrating the quietness by looking at the stars and actually trying to learn constellations again. I mean, it's no ketchup. But I sleeping outside and looking at the stars is pretty good. Kristen, what are you celebrating this week? Since uh, lockdown kind of happened mid-March, Pat, my husband and I, Patrick, have been sole caretaker of our son, Lyndon. We have family, like the closest family is over a thousand miles away. So we haven't had babysitters. We haven't had friends watch him. It's always been Pat or myself or the 
the both of us. So this past weekend, we went up, uh, had a family birthday, and my brother and his wife came down uh, to Durango. We went up and actually got to spend some time with family and got to go on a five-hour bike ride together, uh, which was super nice. Uh, Lyndon was with my sister-in-law, and it was pretty amazing not to wow. have a child in our care. So. Wow. So basically, <laughs> the way that we're going to wrap up this episode devoted to kids' gear is a celebration of not having kids. No, Perfect. no, it's a celebration of five hours with my husband without a child uh, in our care, which since like March 15th, or actually the last time we had a babysitter was when we were in Crested Butte, like March 8th or something like that. So. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of killing it every day with my, every day I can raise a glass to that. Yeah, I feel like it validates certain life choices of mine so far that it's like, oh. Again, again. Five hours. That's what I'm celebrating. I didn't say I wanted to be a day away. Just five hours was nice. And now I was ready to come back and perfectly happy taking care of him now. Okay. I think that's good. You added that caveat. It means that we can, you can, you're a valid spokesperson for something about like talking about, you know, kids, outdoor equipment and stuff. So I think that's good. Way way to bring it back and salvage that. That's all I've got. J-Bob and Kristen, as always, it is a tremendous pleasure Kristen, I will see you very, very soon. And J-Bob, you should work harder on us meeting up very, very soon. I will do that. Perfect. Thanks, you two. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. See ya. That's it for this edition of Gear 30. Thanks to Kristen and J-Bob for the conversation. Thanks also to J-Bob, not merely for creating the J-Bobber, but also for producing this episode. And thanks to all of you for listening. And now, don't forget to leave us that five-star rating in Apple Podcasts. And then, please take good care of yourself and everybody else. Have a great 4th of July, and we will see you back here on Gear 30 next week.